0: Give the secret handshake, check your cloaks, and remove your tinsfoil hat. Not tinfoil hats, it's tinsfoil hat. This is the Illuminati
1: Social Club, the podcast you don't want they to know about.
2: This is bullshit. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation but not necessarily the only ones, to the mysteries we will examine.
0: Welcome to uh, Season 2, Episode 3 of the In Search Of series here on the Illuminati Social Club. I'm your host, Jason from Parma. Joining me, as he is, as he is wont to do every week, uh, Mr. Oliver Rockside from uh, Tampa, Florida.
2: Hello, all. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you?
0: Good and uh from halifax nova scotia we have dr steve cloutier how you doing good uh so gentlemen we watched uh season two episode three Firewalkers. and and as i said at the first line in my notes is literally do we even have to watch this episode (laughs) (laughs) so so oliver what, what were your uh what were your impressions of this episode
2: Well, one of the reasons that I love in search of, well, there's, there's a number of them, Uh, you know, usually you get, you know, some kind of, you know, character person. Who's a bit of a dingbat. That's always fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes I learn a little bit, Uh, but the main thing about about watching in search of is how seventies it is (laughs) and how, and how a perfect snapshot in time. Oh Uh, God. Yes. And Because in this particular episode, Jason, this whole episode could have been completely conquered by a Google search. (laughs) (laughs) Like, a two-minute Google search would have conquered this whole episode. I And any any mystery that may have been around it. But it's such a snapshot of the time, and where we thought that these things that we thought were real was, in fact, trickery and... (laughs) We made 22 minutes out of it, and I love that about Ugh. you know about it. Um, and, but this was such a 70s episode in so many ways, and I love that.
0: And, and I thought last week's episode was the height of kooky. Uh, uh,
2: well, it, it's I think it's still holding the crown, but this one is is
1: coming this, this pretty one, close.
0: This one gave it a run for its money.
1: Steve. What were your impressions? Um, uh, this was the most scientific episode we've <laughs> come across so far. <laughs> See, that's irony. <laughs>
0: Hear
1: that, Alanis? That's irony. <laughs> uh. That's irony. Yeah, yeah. Um, although there, there, uh, as we'll get to um, this episode, does sort of um, make a callback to one of the very first episodes. Um, with uh, a certain type of photography, which we oh yes, which which we can get to um, later. But uh, it, it, there's a nice callback to sort of an early episode of of In Search of.
0: Mm-hmm. And I got to say, this is probably one of my longest lists of notes for an episode yet.
2: You know what, Jason? So, I think it's mine too.
0: Oh, I mean, there was just so
2: much. <laughs> um, it starts
0: off. We're we're seeing like some some party or something where people are walking across uh, hot coals in their bare feet with uh well, apparently their wives or, or girlfriends, uh, you know, hanging off their back because reasons. Um, and it, we start off talking about how, you know, firewalking is an ancient rite or ancient ritual. And, you know, where did it begin? And yeah, it's no, no, no. <laughs> can we begin?
2: Uh, can we begin, Jason? Just with the fact that lava mm-hmm. is not fire. No, it isn't. It's
0: molten <laughs> they, rock.
2: Yes, <laughs> it's like they start this whole episode with a problem in the fact that they keep on calling referring to lava as as fire, mm-hmm. and I'm like, not the same thing. <laughs> no. Um.
0: So let's see, fire walking it. All right, and I'm going to start off right here. Firewalking is not mystical; it is a trick. I'd call it a parlor trick, but you don't want to do this in your parlor. Um, the coals are very hot; they are 1,100 degrees. But that's underneath. Um, what what's funny is when they when they do the. When, when they spread out the coals and they're waving and, you know, they're fanning them to show you how hot they are. They're glowing red and all that. That's doing more to actually insulate you from getting burned. Because the tops of the coals build up a carbon layer, which is a very good insulator. And as long as you keep walking across smoothly and without, like, stomping into them, you're fine. You're not going to get hurt. So... That that's a little background on firewalking. It's a trick, people.
2: And it Steve, always has been.
0: Steve, do you you, yeah. you look you, you look uh you look mesmerized.
1: I am, I am, I am. I'm always mesmerized by you, Jason. Um <laughs> <laughs> you go oh, geez. Now?
2: Get a room, you two. I'm gonna go off and get a coffee. I mean,
1: jeez. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 all. Even when they showed them, you could tell that it was a trick, mm-hmm. because they they walked across in sort of one sweeping motion. They didn't yeah. stop. It's, mm-hmm. it's 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 like they went quickly. For those very reasons, that if you stop, you start to sink below the insulated layer, and uh-huh. then you burn yourself. Yeah. Even with so, even with somebody on your back, you could as you said, you can, you can insulate yourself as long as you do it quickly and carefully, you, you, yeah. do, you can do it quite easily. Uh, notice
0: the way they walked, you know, they didn't, they, they didn't just take a stroll across, like, you know, like, like they were walking down the sidewalk. You, you have to, and, and they're doing the perfect imitation. You you land flat on your feet. You don't go heel to toe, and you don't walk on the balls of your feet. You walk flat down because you want the weight distribution.
1: I mean, it's a, it's the a s- same principle as um um oh I just lost um <laughs> snowshoes yes snowshoes same mm-hmm. they are the same thing it, it, they distribute the weight so that you don't sink in into the snow and you can walk along the snow it's it's the same principle as that.
2: That right. right there is the most Canadian answer you'll ever hear in your life. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I'm such a nerd, Jason, that I actually counted, mm-hmm. and no one took more than six steps. There's another. No, just... insul- there's another insulator involved as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thickest part of your your skin is in your back to protect mm-hmm. your spinal cord. But the second thickest part of your of, of your uh, body is usually on your heels because you've developed calluses, mm-hmm. which insulates it even more. Oh, yeah. The, the, first of all, we have to talk about the coals versus the rocks because mm-hmm. the, it's the same idea, but with the rocks, they do a little bit of a trick. Uh, with the coals, I mean, there's everybody doing mo- no more than six steps across doing exactly what you'd said, distributing their weight, blah, 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 blah. But apparently this scene that we see from Spain is a religious argument uh, or a religious exercise that Mm -hmm. these people are purified or they're, I can't remember the the reference that they used, are without sin now or whatever. It's like, okay, so under that theory that some saint, all right, is protecting Mm -hmm. you, okay. I'm guessing the saint is Doctor Scholes. I don't know, <laughs> uh, um, but he got uh, promoted. <laughs> if if a saint is protecting you from getting burned, then why don't you just sit down in the coals? <laughs> that's, doesn't that's a... doesn't the same theory work?
0: I, I kind of wonder. You know, I was gonna I was gonna put that in my notes. Uh, I kind of wondered that. It's yeah. Like, Yo, why don't these people just stop in the middle?
2: Yeah. yeah. And Come big- on. No, it's because, it's because Dr. Scholl's only goes so far. You know, uh, <clears throat> it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a parlor trick. And mm-hmm. again, this is what, you know, Googling this for, for... Now, the rocks are done with pumice. Mm. Yeah. And pumice is very, very porous. Mm-hmm. And it's actually made out of lava. I mean, that's how it was formed.
0: It's basically it's... a fire brick.
2: Yeah, so they can heat them up and they can get super, super hot. <laughs> like they'll glow. Mm -hmm. But they don't retain that heat at all. No. So the the doing on the rocks, somebody figured that out long ago.
0: Mm -hmm. Um so we have so we have Leonard Nimoy again on location.
2: Yes, by candlelight as well.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's like he can only hold his hand over it for a few seconds.
2: Yeah, that's different. That's completely different, people. (laughs) Yes,
0: it is. And you know, it's it's not a mystery, Leonard. Uh the coals are hot on the bottom and not so much on the top. I think they the Mythbusters did this one. Um and they came up with it's like I think the tops of the coals max out at like three hundred thirty degrees Fahrenheit, which is not that hot. As well as no, especially moving, we, if you're moving across it, it's not you know, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get burned.
2: You're spending less than a minute. Mm-hmm. you know, less than a second, I'm sorry, Yeah. on these coals. You know, the comparison mm-hmm. that I've always heard is when you go down to the Caribbean, the sand is too hot to walk on, okay? Mm-hmm. But that's completely different because there is, you're not taking six steps and then jumping into the ocean. Right. And then taking another right. six steps and jumping back into the ocean. <laughs> you're on it for a prolonged period of time. Mm-hmm. This is completely different.
0: Huh. Right. And, um, no, no. Because he says something along the lines of, you know, skeptics skeptics are, you know, we'll, we'll tell you it's a trick, but it's uh, a much more convincing answer is the powers of the mind. N- no, the fact that it's a trick is a more convincing answer. I mean, call me a skeptic because I am.
2: But then we wouldn't get to the fun part of the episode, Jason.
0: Oh, Yes. <laughs> Steve, why don't you introduce our, uh, well, let's see. We have our first uh, character, which is Sidney Walter. Did you do any research on him?
1: Um, I did a little bit of research on him. I couldn't find a lot on him, but um, basically he, he is a, a, a hypnotist, um, mm. and, he, and he talks about being in a disassociative state mm-hmm. and, and how firewalkers are able, uh, what's the word, you look, able to allow themselves to feel like they're somewhere else. Uh huh. And, and he does this little uh, thing where he has this this guy, this patient, I guess. Um, and he puts his hand in ice cold water. Uh huh. And the guy can't keep his hand in ice cold water for very long. All and right. then he hypnotizes him and has him imagine that he's on a beach in Nice. <laughs> and then he puts his hand in the ice cold water, and the guy's left. Lo- able to keep the ice cold water there
0: I was thinking to myself, old Sid there is trying to get the patient to wet his pants <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it it did it actually did make me think of an old episode of mash well all my mm-hmm. episodes of mash are old uh, in which they did that to Frank burns mm-hmm. where they put his they put his yes. hand in water and made him go pee Mm-hmm. but uh, this patient was on a on beach in nice uh-huh so. Sure.
2: Can we even talk about how ridiculous this experiment is?
0: <laughs> Wait. You you called it an experiment. Uh there might be something wrong with that.
2: Yeah, um, I'm sorry, I take that back. Yeah. Uh, um, demonstration. <laughs> yes. First first of all, is it the California States of uh, State uh, Hypoth- uh, Hypnotist Center? Is that what he's in charge of? Something like that. Is yeah. that what he's the grand boob of? Okay, it uh, sounded to me it was like those this, you know, Psychic Friends Network. Um, do we really need to explain the cold water? Mm-mm. Like, because, you know, after a while you get used to the cold and then, uh-huh. you know, that's how your body works. If anybody's uh-huh. ever been in a pool that's less than their actual body temperature, <laughs> this is what mm-hmm. happens. The other thing is, is I wanted to scream at the TV and going, how do we know? he? What if he's never been to Nice? <laughs> Why is he using Nice as an example? I've I never have been, no idea. I've, I've never been to Nice. I don't know what the beaches are like. So how can I put myself there? Apparently, it was a very odd choice.
0: I thought he said something like, you know, he he told he he asked the patient and you know said now now you said uh, you know one of your favorite places is Nice. So that's all I got out of it. Um.
2: Okay, so obviously the uh, the subject in this demonstration has some bucks (laughs) Uh (laughs) for him to go to Nice. You know,
0: just as a little side note here, I think all of the characters in this episode, uh, Sidney Walter, the next one that we'll get to. And I think the uh, the the other guy who was apparently, uh, you know, witness to one of these ceremonies, um, all of them, I believe, are from California. So, you know, take that take that. How you will. Um
2: That just that just translates to Vancouver to uh to Steve mm-hmm. and I. It's That's the true. same kind of idea, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. the other thing mm-hmm. is is that he uses the word dissociative. Uh dissociative has been become a very kind of a um a buzzword, especially in the criminal justice system, mm-hmm. where uh you know all these kind of mental breaks or somebody's having are always called dissociative. I'm wondering where, whether this kind of stuff uh, was the birth of you, the use of that word. All of this hypnotist stuff. Probably. I can't. I can't remember it being part of the lexicon until about the '90s in the criminal justice system.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. It, it's like nobody said Ted Buddy was the dissociative. Uh, yeah. You know, it was. It was. It, it seems to be a buzzword that may have this. We may have found the source of the buzzword. <laughs>
0: Um, going, going back again to, you know, well, you know, there are people who, who can disassociate themselves and walk across hot coals or jump through a bonfire. Well, jumping through a bonfire is kind of the same, the, the, you know, the same principle. As long, as long as you don't stand in it, you're not going to start on fire, mm-hmm. yeah. but just oh. to be, just, just to be safe. Don't wear polyester. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's you, good advice just... at any time. That's good advice at any time. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um.
0: But yeah, don't. Uh, well, well. Let's see. Nobody in this episode would uh, would be able to jump through a bonfire then, because uh, it's a lot of polyester. Uh, so. So now we get to. Well, let's see. As I say, the exotification of India. It's like, India is a country. It is a country of people. It is not some mysterious exotic place. It's a country. Can we please... uh, Can we please quit acting like India is some mystical land of something or other? But then we are introduced to our next character who isn't even from India. He's... Some white dude from California, Los Angeles, California, and uh, I did not catch his name.
2: I, I wrote down. I wrote down Ganja <laughs> Phil, but it's, but
1: uh, Gan, Ganja White.
2: Ganja White,
1: sorry. He's <laughs> he's so white. His last name is White. <laughs> ganja White.
0: Yeah, this guy smoked a lot of ganja. Uh, he's a. He's a yogi or a guru of yoga or or something. Color me surprised. Um, this guy smoked too much wheatgrass.
2: Oh, the seventies.
0: <laughs> but they start off with the with, with uh, a true parlor trick. the uh, The light is about uh, what is it? Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, this is a parlor trick. Uh, you get four people to use only two fingers on each hand to try to lift someone up. At at first you get everyone together, you put them on, you know, they they all like try to lift a different part of the body up and they can't do it. And I had to look this one up because I could not, I couldn't recall how it was done. But, you know, then they, they all put their hands above the, the, the subject's head and, like, you know, start chanting a mantra or something. And then they can lift him up successfully. Well, that's the trick. Believe it or not, it's the chanting of the mantra and the... And it's all timing. You know, when they first start, they're all lifting at different times. And you can't really... You, you can't really get everyone together. But once you... um. Once you start, everyone works together, no problem. And you got what twenty to thirty pounds on each uh, on each hand, because uh, what there's eight hands there. So, mm. yeah, about that. So yeah, it's a, it it's it's a fun trick. Oh, try, it yeah. next, uh, try it at your next. Try it at your next fondue party.
2: But of course, they can't do this at a fondue party unless they actually put the uh, put the actual. Um... Kind of, sh- I knew chakras were going to come into this at some point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: and of course, they have to do the the little the little hand thing, which is again another magician's trick of getting your eye away from you know and getting you to believe in something else. Mm. And it was like, oh my god, it it's just it's mm. just, uh, uh you know, somehow energy is coming through the you know the top of your dome, and uh, that makes you you know. 100 pounds lighter Uh it's just oh god i can't you know what it is jason and steve it's like i can't believe that people bought into this (laughs) i just can't
0: Uh, it's like did did anybody did anybody bother to say you know maybe there's a trick to this whole firewalking thing did anyone ever ask that question back in the 70s or did everyone just buy it all you know wholesale
2: but that's the thing is, especially the scene from Spain. Like, we're going to get to the scene from Bali, which is mm-hmm. laughable, I might add. <laughs> um, but, you know, the thing in Spain, as soon as they just saw normal people walking across. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it was under the guise that they were protected by Dr. Scholes. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but as soon as they seen, saw, saw them walking, normal people, wouldn't someone just ask the question, well, there's, you know... There's a, there's nothing to be worried about here. There's no harm mm-hmm. in any of this. Like, wouldn't that automatically start asking you? You know, people asking questions.
0: You'd think, but of course not. Oh. <laughs> no, it you know because Leonard Nimoy is telling us it's something more,
2: and he's it's doing it by powers can't. of powers of the mind.
1: And he's doing it by candlelight. So
2: uh-huh. I was just thinking that you know Spock was in his pawn far moment. I don't know.
1: <laughs> with very big lapels too. Did you notice the lapels?
2: Very oh big. man! <laughs> Again, he could take flight. You um, know what they say. You know what they say about a man with big lapels.
0: <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Um, so we have. Uh, so we go to uh, where is his belly? Yeah. And we come to the shaman who, uh, you know, I'm sorry, this dude's probably stoned, stoned out of his gourd. And, you know, they, they light up all this wood and then he just proceeds to like run around and kick it.
2: That's all he's doing. He's just kicking the, he's just <laughs> kicking the crap out of stuff.
0: He's, he's kicking the charcoals around and by distributing the coals all around, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're putting them out quicker. Yeah. Wow, physics! I know it's a mystical force.
2: <laughs> I love yeah, the so... cr- I love I loved the crowd though. <laughs> All that chanting. Oh yeah! I was, I was thinking, like, am I at a Limp Bizkit concert? I mean, <laughs> what, what, what...
0: <laughs> you had Woodstock '99.
2: I know with those dopes. I, I you know it was like, oh my god, it, that one was. Of all of all of the demonstrations, we can say that was the most ridiculous to me, Jason. Because it's just oh like God. he's just kicking stuff around.
0: <laughs> but but somehow that's supposed to be amazing. And by the way, when you light wood on fire, after it's burned for a while, it gets very lightweight, and you can just you can easily kick it.
2: Well, the other thing was that this was coconut shells. Oh, so they had they had water in them. So huh. I mean. You know, this was the other thing is that they got them lit, but with that amount of water that was in them, I would Mm. imagine that they would go, that they would die pretty quickly.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And now. okay, so now we come to uh, this surgeon, which I I, again, I didn't catch his name. I was so exasperated with this episode by this time. It's like, nah, I'm not even going to bother with his name because he's full of shit.
1: I, just, uh, I I wrote down Doctor Jerry.
0: Okay, yeah, Doctor Jerry. Ger-
1: Ger- Ger- Gerald Feigen.
0: Gerald Feigen. Yeah. Um, I think we might have talked about him on Smooth Sailing. Uh... <laughs> oh, let's see. He 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 says immediately this. Th- this this has, this seems to have something to do with parapsychology. No. <laughs> no. It's a parlor, parlor trick. trick. <laughs> There's no <sighs> And he well he's the one who walked across the uh the lava rocks. Yeah. Of course yeah. by that time they were probably well cooled down. <laughs> you know, these were the, the these are the pumice stones.
1: Yeah, they they don't hold yeah. any heat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he he walked across them and it was some sort of miracle.
1: Uh, it, it sounded like to me, like he just got, he, if he wasn't stoned, he just, as you sometimes do, just got caught up in the moment. Uh huh. Right? And tro- decided to try it. And as you said, the, yep. the stones had cooled down.
2: Mm hmm.
1: And in that sort of mindset, you know, you're going to ascribe miraculous things to it. Right? Mm. Even though. You know, under the cold light of day, when you're not in that moment, and we've all been there. We've all we've all done things that were really dumb. Oh yeah. Right? You know, yeah. When, just I, just I, because, I, you know, testify, brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could I could record an entire podcast on on the <laughs> dumb things I've done in my life.
1: Uh, <laughs> What I the the comment that i like though is is he re- he was really melodramatic and he he said it was like tipping your hat to death uh-huh it's like no it's not tipping your hat to death um because you wouldn't die anyway even if it did burn <sighs> your feet it wouldn't kill you
0: no and you know you god he, you know he must have had some baby soft feet or something cuz man if 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 he was that worried about his feet getting burned uh so, so now we've been through all this, you know, how they do it or whatever. Um uh, and but now the question is, how did this begin? How did this this whole thing begin? And apparently it was appeasing the volcano gods or some crap like that. That's what they came up with. I think it was just the idea of, you know. Let's make the people think that we're gods or something, you know, especially like the, like your, you know, the, the, the village elders or the, or the medicine men or whatever. Hmm. I noticed that when I walk across these coals, they ain't so hot. So, uh, hmm. we don't have to tell the people that we'll just tell them that, you know, because I'm graced by the gods, I can walk across these coals. They're not going to dare try it because it's scary, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to show them that it can be done and they're going to hail me, you know, a great medicine man. That's pretty much my, that's my, that's my scenario. What do you think?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, they use this very what seemingly deep discovery that all of these traditions centered around where there are are volcanoes. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, well, yeah, that would be just human nature. Mm -hmm. And it may have just been a case of, Either you, Jason, that the parlor trick, what you said, that the parlor trick goes back thousands of years, mm-hmm. or it was a face your fear kind of thing. That too. Where, you know, that they they were living around these volcanoes, they had to live their lives,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: after a number of people died, some people just went, you know what, let's try a different way or try what? something else, and that's how they discovered it. Let, let's
0: walk a little quicker with a uh, with a woman yeah. with a woman yeah. strapped to our back.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and you know, hey, honey, my feet aren't burnt. You mm. know, eureka!
0: <laughs> oh, so yeah, this episode is definitely. Uh, de- I think it's definitely a contender for for kooky episode. And I mean, where where it differs from last week's episode is. Um, you know, this one is is kooky from the beginning.
2: Oh yeah, this is kooky from the get. Oh, oh yeah.
0: yeah. I mean last week's, you know, we had to wait about you know twelve minutes before before things took a turn. <laughs> so uh have we uh have we dissected this uh have we walked across the hot coals long enough?
2: Yes, we have been a three human Google search. <laughs> That's what we <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I think that's our title for this
2: episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, uh, Oliver, tell people where they can find you.
2: Uh, you can find me for Firewalking Tips at, uh, uh, at Oliver Oxide on Twitter. And uh, you can join me for two of my podcasts, one uh, reviewing 20 years of Law & Order. You can find that on uh, uh, at the dot thprecinctcom Or you can join me for my new podcast, which is called You're Just the Worst. The 100 Worst Pop Songs in Music History. And you can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
1: Steve,
0: where can people find you?
1: Well, you can find me on Twitter at DocPinko, D-O-C-P-I-N-K-O. And um, as I mentioned before, last week, I believe, um, I'm in the process of doing my own podcast, which isn't up yet but um hopefully it should well, be up soon. Well, called the culture of the second world war. So um, watch out for that.
2: You realize Steve that once you start a podcast that means that you are contractually obliged to show up in Hamilton in July at
1: NPR. <laughs> I realize that. Try. Okay, there you I'm go. I'm trying.
0: But by, by the way, this episode is airing in February, so, you know, it might be up by now.
1: It might be up by now, although <laughs> this will air probably early in February, so I'm not quite sure
0: um uh actually no wait I I think this might be the end of
1: February oh well and it might be up now
0: aha uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, you could find me at alienCG on Twitter you could find this podcast at Illuminati pod on Twitter uh you could also find it at Illuminati and you could email the show Illuminati pod at gmail.com if you have any questions concerns uh you know uh, Turtleneck tips, and anything you want to tell us. Uh, that's illuminati_pod at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, don't don't fear the fire. Take a walk. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone.
2: Turtles, kids.
0: <laughs> See ya.